Hi everybody, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I'm going to be talking to a really good friend of mine about being better than perfect um, and what that means and how that rules our lives. So please welcome me in joining my special guest today, Elizabeth Lombardo. How are you Elizabeth? I'm terrific, thanks so much for having me on. Such a pleasure to have you here. Now, um, what we do before we get into the content and, and talking about you know the pressure that we put on so ourselves to be better than perfect, um, why don't we talk a little bit about your journey and how you got to writing this book and 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 your life story? Right. So, so we all know that authors write books, right? We say it's for other people, but let's face it, it's for ourselves. So my last book was called A Happy You, and it was about happiness. And it's really my belief that happiness is a skill. And if we have the right skills and we practice them, everybody can be happier. And we know, you know, the folks listening to this know that happiness is not the end goal. It actually allows us to achieve whatever goals we have. When we are happier, we're going to attract the relationship we want, the health we want, the business we want, the life that we want. And so I, you know, I literally traveled the world talking about happiness and these skills that I know will change your life, that I know from research and my clinical experience and my personal experience will change your life. And yet something was in my way. And I realized what was in my way was my perfectionism, this all or nothing mentality. Um, you know, I, I, had, I had one cookie and messed up my diet, I might as well have the whole plate. I, I messed up that presentation, I should never be on stage again. You know, this all or nothing mentality that so many of us are dealing with that really robs us of our happiness, of our success, of our relationships, of our health. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. And, you know, and I think too that, that um, you know, we, we had a little chat about this when I, when I saw you a few weeks ago. Um, about how as women we, we it's like we suffer in silence and we don't have these conversations where, when really we're all going through the same thing. So so what and when we're talking about okay so I have the one cookie so I need to eat the whole plate, why is it that we think that do you think? Because yeah. we go to this place of it's either perfect or it's a failure and if it's a failure then I'm a failure. So I had one cookie even though I said I was going to eat anything. I'm already a failure. I might as well just be that failure. I might as well just give up. We have such fear of failure in our society. And if we already think we're a failure, we're just going to keep ourselves in that place of, see, I'm a failure. There's nothing I can do. Um, and and we, we do it for a good reason in that we, we do it because then at least life is predictable. Um, but obviously it doesn't help us. It doesn't help us get to create the life that we want to live. I know. So where do you think that fear comes from? Well, you know, I think especially in our society today, there's so much focus on every, two things. One, everyone's ideal life. I mean, look at Facebook, right? According to Facebook, everyone has the perfect kids, the perfect relationship, the perfect job, and, you know, the perfect vacation. That's just a snapshot, literally, of people's real lives, right? Most people maybe have great days and they have some not-so-good days, but they aren't posting that on Facebook or social media. So I think a lot of, a lot of it is what we're seeing on, on the media and in social media. This is what I should be and really comparing ourselves to this ideal. I think the other component is, you know, as a society, we're so quick to point out when people are wrong. We love when celebrities screw up, right? Um, and so we have kind of that mindset of what's wrong, what's she doing wrong, what's, what's he doing wrong, and we, we put it on ourselves. 
I know. And, 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 you know, also I think a big thing for women is our body image and how much we beat ourselves up over our body image when really when we're looking at all those photos in magazines, they're so airbrushed <laughs> and they're so tweaked that sometimes the stars don't even look like themselves that's been done so much. Right, I, so, think, I think it was Cindy Crawford who said, I wish I looked like my pictures. You know, and it's just that 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 realization of oh, not even Cindy Crawford looks like Cindy Crawford. You know, that's that's crazy. But yeah, and so this perfectionistic uh, mentality that really says I'm not good enough until I achieve these, you know, often unrealistic expectations. It leaves us feeling really miserable, and that's you know not how we want to go through life, and that's not going to allow us to create the life that we really want. Yeah. So let's say that uh, there's someone watching the, the show now that's like, okay, well, that's me. I can completely identify with what you're saying right yeah, now. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm putting my head up as well. Um, so what are some steps that we can take to, to stop us from, from this sabotaging behavior? So the first thing is what I call fail forward. You know, again, instead of being so worried about failure, and so sometimes failure means if we mess up, we're not going to try again, or, um, oh, you know, it, it didn't work in the past, so why bother? Instead of being so concerned about failure, I say fail forward. And that means whatever didn't work in the past, use that. Not to beat yourself up, which a lot of us are really good at, but to say, why didn't it? Okay, so maybe you, you said, you know what, I'm going to start exercising every day, and you didn't do it. The perfectionistic thinking is, see, I'm a total loser, and I'm destined to be this way, but the fail-forward option is to say, why didn't I? Well, I said I was going to work out you know, every day after work, but I realized after work, I'm exhausted. So maybe working out in the morning is, is going to be better for you. It's not failure, it's data. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, too, um, another thing that, that is really helpful in a situation is to, you know, maybe not look at a daily thing, and yet, yes, we need to evaluate why we're not doing certain things, but having like a week thing, because there are some days where, you know, things come up and you, you can't make it at that specific time. But if you know that, okay, over the week, over seven days, I'm going to be exercising four times this week. That way, if you miss one day, you can actually catch it up another day. Exactly. You, that, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And you know, this is this is the kind of advice that we give to our girlfriends. And so, you know, the second pointer is to be your own best girlfriend. Right? Where the things if you could stick a microphone in your brain, what would you hear yourself saying to yourself? And most likely what you're saying to yourself is stuff not only would you not say to your best friend, you wouldn't even say it to someone you don't like. It's just plain mean. So really silence that inner critic and, and um, channel it in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. Your own best friend. Yeah. yeah. So have you been, um, I know that you've you know written the book, you've got amazing information there, in there. Have you specifically been working with people to help them get past this kind of, you know, sabotaging behavior? Yeah, so it's interesting, Nellie, because no one comes in to me saying, I want to be less of a perfectionist. But they come in saying, I want to have a happier relationship. I want to feel I want to lose weight, I want my business to be more successful, and when we look at those components, the underlying issue very often is this all or nothing mentality. My website isn't perfect, so I'm not going to put it up. My husband didn't pick up the dry cleaning, obviously he doesn't care about me, so I'm going to be rude to him. This all or nothing mentality, and so um, it's not so much that people want to change the perfectionism, because perfectionists often are scared to death to get rid of their perfectionism because, and we'll talk about it in a minute, but because of, of the positive that can come with it. Um, so it's not that people come in with that 
with that, wanting to get rid of the perfectionism, but it's the consequences of perfectionism that are, you know, they're making us miserable, they're making us more stressed out. There's so much stress in this world, we do not need more, but that perfectionism is putting more stress on us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and, and I think that uh, the other thing too is that there's this, we, we hide this shame. We think that we're the only person that's going through it. Like you said, we speak to ourselves in a way that we would never speak to anybody else. We beat ourselves up more than anybody else can. And obviously that's got to be, you know, if we're doing that, that energy and how we're feeling low about ourselves has got to be permeating out so that other people treating us differently too. Totally, and so that's exactly what we're going to be attracting is, is that, you know, that, that lower energy, exactly, yeah. You know, I often say to my clients when I work with them individually in coaching, you know, I say, the person right before you said the same thing. My friends would never believe I'm here. On paper, you know, everything should be fine, and yet I'm just, I'm not as happy as I want to be. It's okay. It doesn't mean you aren't grateful enough. It doesn't mean you have to try harder. It just means to change your perspective on, on where you're coming from. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing, changing your perspective on how you look at it. Um, so can you can, give me an example of someone that you've worked with that have actually, actually applied what it is that you've taught them and actually turned things around for themselves? Yeah, so, um, you know, I, I have a client who I literally just saw. She's in a marriage. Um, uh, very, she was very unhappy in her marriage, about to get a divorce kind of thing, um, has a business that really wasn't thriving and is a mom and the kids are running all over the place and she just gave up. Her husband wasn't acting perfectly so she couldn't stand him. Her business wasn't going the way she wanted it to. Obviously it was because she was a horrible at business so she was going to close it. This all or nothing mentality and just by taking a step back and saying, okay, there, there, there are two motivators. There's fear and there's passion. Perfectionism is based in fear, and fear with fear comes judgment and guilt and shame and anger and resentment. With love comes passion and excitement and purpose and gratitude. And just by shifting her energy, and in order to shift her energy, by shifting her perspective, she was able to see things in a different way, feel things in a different way, and so then everything else change. So for example with her husband, instead of being angry about what he wasn't doing, she came from a place of love. Her husband's unemployed, it's a stressful time for him right now, and when she when she gave him that love, not just to him but, but from her heart, the way she saw him changed. It doesn't mean you know he can walk all over her or anything like that, it just changes how she views him which then changes her interaction. And, and that's the same thing. We get to choose how we view life. We think we're reacting, but really it's the lenses that we put on that affect what we see out in the world. Absolutely. And you know, and I, it's the same thing, like when you, um, you, when you can focus on what's good and focus on the little wins and focus on what, you know, for example, if you're having, you know, issues, in a, when you look at your partner and focus on what's actually going right and the things that you're grateful for, well, that starts to expand and it starts to change the way that you interact with that person. It totally does. What else is really interesting is the research shows that when we experience gratitude, the, the stress centers in our brain literally decrease their activity. So there's a physiological experience that happens when we have gratitude, when we feel gratitude in our hearts. It actually reduces the stress in our lives. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean the habit of gratitude to me is like it's, it's the foundation for everything. 
not only does it get you into that positive vibration so that you can start to see solutions that maybe you couldn't see before, you start to, you know, have optimism and hope about, you know, moving forward towards whatever goal you're working towards, um, but it has you in this positive vibration. Um, and I also, you know, for me, I like to, I mean, I write down five things in my gratitude journal every night before I go to bed, but I started including a couple of things that I'm grateful for for future events that are about to happen. Oh. Helps to surround that event with an like an energy of expectation, like it's already done. Yeah, yeah. And and the thing about the gratitude is it's 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 identifying, but it's also savoring. If you have an amazing chocolate chip cookie and you just eat it really quickly because you feel so guilty about it, uh, you, you aren't gonna enjoy it. But if you savor each bite, the experience is so different. And same thing with our gratitude. I think a lot of times, you know, I've had clients say, oh, I know I'm supposed to write down gratitudes, but I don't. And so it's just, you know, further evidence for why they're a horrible person. Um, you know, th no guilt with gratitude. Whether you've done it or not, it doesn't even matter. Start today. And even if it's just one thing, identify one thing and then really experience that. You know, have the emotion of gratitude and, and the physiology of appreciation that will not only help you feel it more but again it will really shift your energy up. Yeah, absolutely, it makes all the difference and, and like you said again don't use this as another excuse to beat yourself up you know even if you're driving along in the car and you're just like you know sitting there at the traffic lights and just you know having a moment of gratitude it all it, you know it all helps and it all accumulates to really help you know create an amazing life. Yeah. Our time has gone by really quickly oh, today. Sorry. I knew that it would. <laughs> so um, your latest book, uh, Better Than Perfect, uh, is amazing. And guys, if you want to get your hands on that or find out more about Elizabeth and connect with her, you can click on which is either to the side of this video if you're watching it online or below this video if you're watching it through the app um, so that you can actually connect with her and find out so much more about that. So Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Perfect. Now guys, I encourage you to share this video and you can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Also download the app if you haven't done so already so you can watch the shows on the go. Um, and make sure that you leave your email in the box on this page so I can send you the Manifesting with a Masters video e-course. It's actually at $87 and I'd love to send it to you for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously and love without limits. We'll see you soon.